Hello, you lovely lucky people. Welcome back to the Hurtwood Muse podcast. Today, we've got another conversation between Meadow and Evelyn, this time talking about what it means to be British as a non-white person, tackling the issue uh, of identity back in December 2021, on the day of the deadline for the Muse Writing and Image competition, whose theme was identity, which actually, as it happens, both Meadow and Evelyn won prizes for. They didn't know this at the time, mind you. That would be scandalous. Um, also, just to put in before we dive into this excellent convo, um, that we've got an open poetry competition being run by the Tower Poetry people. This year, it's the theme of Dream singular dream Mm. and the deadline is the 2nd of march so it's a 1000 pound first prize this one so it's definitely worth digging deep the theme is dream it's the tower poetry competition if you guys would like any more information about this just contact myself or louise in the meantime that's not your sort of thing you just sit back and listen to a conversation between evelyn and meadow talking about what it means to be british as a non-white person until next time folks see you soon bye Yeah, because otherwise the mic will probably pick it up. Yeah. Okay, hello, I'm Meadow Armager from Dayhouse. Um, and I'm Evelyn, also from Dayhouse. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about a topic which is very dear to us, and that mm. is being British as a non-white person. Mm. Um Obviously, the Muse competition's theme is identity, so we thought this was very, very suitable. Today's the deadline. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's probably this is being uploaded way past the deadline. Yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, we're, so we're going to be talking about that. Mm. Um, I feel like a lot of our topics are usually more like fun, upbeat, and even when they're not upbeat, they're still kind of upbeat, I guess. Like the most serious one we had was talking about TikTok. Um, Which wasn't really a... It's yeah. not a very it doesn't affect us that much. Yeah. Like present day. Whereas I feel like at least me personally, this has affected me since day one. Since birth, you know? Yeah, same, same here. Mm. Um so uh for those of you who don't know me, I am half British, half Thai, my dad is English, and my mum is Thai. Um long story short, I'm seventy five percent Ghanaian and twenty five percent Finnish, but I've always grown up in England, like yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, so we're both not white, yeah. essentially. And I, I'm i just going to start off by saying that uh, in terms of being mixed race, I get rejected from both nationalities. Obviously not all the time. There are people that are just like, yeah, you're British. Um, but I feel like in today's day and age, I, sh- I shouldn't be facing conversations where people say that i'm not english and growing up in an environment where people are like oh your your english is quite good and yeah no that the the very common one that one and Mm. people saying oh you want to get a doctorate so you know you have to be good at english for that Mm. and um uh people saying that i'm not british um assuming that i'm not british because of the color of my skin and it's it's quite it's quite a funny topic because it's not exactly direct racism but it's more of a social issue where yeah. mixed race people aren't really classed as a thing because of the color of their skin and it's like and in Thailand I wasn't really classed as a poly Thai person people um you know I my accent my Thai accent got made fun of a lot when I was living there I mean obviously it's more different issue but um you know i was getting charged tourist prices because of the color of my skin um uh which was really not okay and uh for example uh the miss universe the re i can't remember what what year it was very recently the i think it was the runner-up who was thai and there was a huge outrage across Thailand about how she didn't deserve to represent our country because she's not purely Thai, which I strongly disagree with. You know, what country can she represent then if she's not purely Thai? Because you wouldn't use the same argument for her not being fully American. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just stuff like that. And it's quite, it's a struggle to say, you know, where am I from? Because I never say I'm British, I'm Thai. I always introduce myself as half and half. Um, but it's, it's the issue comes when people are making assumptions about me because of my, the colour of my skin. And obviously my accent is very strong. <laughs> and, um, you know, the fact that people still listen to my accent and, you know, I speak very good English. I literally do English literature A-level. And people still don't class me as British because of the fact that I'm not white yeah um so yeah so that was a bit of a rant but it's it's something that i don't really talk about often because there aren't that many mixed race people around um i don't i don't think that we've got it hard but it's definitely a bit of a weird situation to be in um even though i personally don't call myself mixed race and that is not really my issue as in that i'm bringing to the table today so sorry (laughs) um i'd say it's similar i definitely get what you mean by like not having anyone to speak to about this so when people ask me like oh where are you from i'm always like well i was born and raised here what do you mean like it's always just really awkward because when i used to go to well, i still go to ghana when i go to ghana because of like as you've said like i have like a british accent i i am kind of made fun of i also can't speak any of my languages because my parents didn't think it'd be useful um so i can't speak the languages i don't even know the names of the foods that i eat so com- like so commonly at home and it's really like upsetting, obviously, because I'm disconnected from those cultures. But then in England, obviously, I don't look English, apparently. Um, so I'm not English, which is fine. I don't really care. 
But I just think, and then I finally found like the label Black British. And I was so happy. I was like, oh, people like me, Black British. But then I've really had people tell me Black British isn't a thing. As if I don't have to like mark it down on the census. Like I've literally had people tell me I, that. I personally feel as if people shouldn't, like it shouldn't be a case of Black British or Asian British. It should just be British, in my opinion, because you find that the white people don't have to state their colour before they say... It's the same with African-American. You don't... You have Native American, African-American, Latin American. You do not have European-American, which is... I think there should be, though. Yeah, no, exactly. Either everything or none. You do not... You know, it's it's like you're implying that that's the standard, which I just not... Yeah, it's just not I get that. I think the reason why... So African-American is actually its own ethnic groups because they're all descendants of slaves. So so if, like, I went to America, I lived in America, I still wouldn't be African-American. To be African-American, you have to be a descendant of of, um, a slave from the Atlantic, like, slave trade. The Black British, the reason why the term was, like, coined is because of the fact that... Long story short, um, when, like... Um, back in the old, old, old days, obviously racism still exists, um, people were kind of just like, oh, you're not British, you're African. Um, we weren't considered British at all. In fact, they didn't really see us as humans, you know? Saying um, you're African was kind of like the least of people's worries at that time. Um, but then as people started to come in, like with the Windrush generation, basically the government was like, okay, well, kind of need a name for all those people <laughs> who were once considered not even human. Um, so they decided basically Black British. And... I don't know. I understand what you're saying, but I think it builds a community in terms of I there there are people who I can be like, ah, I can't speak my like native language. <laughs> what am I going to do? And they're like, yeah, same. I don't get it either. You know, there's a shared experience. And also, like, there is a thing like that is black British culture as well. Like, for instance, like BBV, like which is a certain vernacular. Um, which I'm also, I, I wouldn't even get started, but that has been turned into roadman slang. It's not roadman slang. It's literally a vernacular. So leave it alone, please. Bye. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I get what you're saying about like all or nothing. And I honestly do think people in terms of like, I do think it is odd, but I don't know. Like it hasn't brought me any hardship. It's brought me nothing but acceptance, I guess. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say it's brought me hardship, but it definitely kind of shows the inequality here oh, yeah. where you know uh white people of white colour have to uh say that they that they don't have to state that they are white. Yeah, it's just the it's the standard yeah. which it really isn't because Native Americans should be classed as Americans. Oh, you know, I've had had so many debates and arguments about this because the person... T- I was in an online argument, by the way. Yes, I do get into online arguments. <laughs> but the person who tried to tell me that I w- like the Black British wasn't a thing and that that just like was wrong, they were trying basically to say... They were then talking about like Americans and saying, oh, okay, but Americans are also white. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense because Americans aren't... Like, like what is a true American then? Because like... Number one, African-Americans. Number two, Native Americans. Number two, just like any person who's living in America, they would be classed as American. So what is a true American? I personally feel it's uh, a first or second generation, like, American, if that makes sense. Like, being born in... Like, if your parents weren't American, but you were born in America, I'd I'd say that you are American. Yeah, but also, like, the thing with America is is the fact that it's actually a new country in terms of all of the people who are say white american they like in terms of if they're trying to say i am not actually you know black british and they want to talk about ethnicity 
Well, then, ethnically, they're not American either. Exactly. So, in terms of, that's why I honestly think it's so weird when people try and class people by their ethnicity. Like, but also the thing is, they always say I'm African. Like, please specify. There are multiple countries in Africa. If you're going to call me African, please say Ghana, because I do rep for Ghana it's, with my heart. It's a frigging continent. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't... It's like, you're European. Yeah, it's for like, I'm start saying that, like, you're yeah. European. <laughs> but, um, no, but I definitely understand, like, to some extent, the struggle of not being accepted anywhere and how disheartening that can be. Yeah, I... I mean... I mean, it's not so much the assumption stuff that upsets me, because people make mistakes and you're mm. not exposed to the world i guess you know i've you know at my since i've moved here which i moved here in april mm. um i've had people walk up to me and say oh you're chinese and like oh konnichiwa and i'm like really yeah i'm not joking and you know yeah i mean i you know that's quite you you'd think that people are more educated to know better than to make assumptions like yeah. that um but it's more so the actual offense comes in when people say that i'm not british mm. um or and that i'm not thai just either just because of the fact of that i'm not white which is not or, or i'm not fully of asian ethnicity mm. um i mean what i do appreciate what's made me feel a bit more like okay (laughs) on the nhs forms because you have to uh list your ethnicity and there is an asian white mixed race thing and i'm like okay see it's a thing guys it's a thing like it's not i mean i'm not like some weird outcast Mm. like what country am i from then mixed race land like yeah that's the thing as well it's just i don't know i think i share that of like what country am i from because even though I fully, I back Ghana with my heart. Honestly, get into it. Oof, I don't even need to get into it. But yeah, I love Ghana. But as I said, like, when I go there, I am the outlier. Mm-hmm. I am seen as the weird one. Like, I do get called Westerner. I literally have been mocked because of the fact I can't speak the language. I can't really understand what people are saying. I have been mocked. I have been, you know, called that. Um, so you're, it, you're, one of your parents or both are still from yeah one of them is like like fully on and the second one is like mixed so half yeah um but i so i ethnically am from ghana but there's always kind of just this thing because the fact that i wasn't born there in terms of like when i don't know if you know about this but like right now there are a lot of like internet debates about like um across like the black diaspora of and it's just really like i don't know as somebody who's black british is like oh okay where do i fit in across this because um I would, I mean, if, okay, I would class you as British. Yeah, that's the thing. I wouldn't say your colour at all. I'd just be like, yeah, Evelyn's British. I get that. I think the reason why I say black British is still because of the fact that I do still feel a disconnect from England. Yeah, no, me me too. And I do think that was, like, forced in terms of I don't think, like, I wanted that disconnect. Like, from a very young age, people were asking me or telling me that I was African, telling me that I looked different, telling me that I was in the oven a little too long. Like like these stories like we had as children you know um so because of that i'm always going to have that disconnect with england and with being british and that is why i'm so happy that there's black british yeah because there are people who are like me there are people who are like yeah i'm in this place and yeah i'm black i'm what you know it's it's cute <laughs> i don't know it's, nice. <laughs> it's cute yeah um 
Oh, can I say a quick point? No, say what you want. Okay, sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, but the one thing which I have found really helpful, because before this used to be like an actual internal struggle for me. Like, I do remember like actually being upset over it because, you know, people were being mean. Um, but the thing that really helped was like reconnecting, as in like, I don't know, just like reconnecting with certain parts of my culture, <clears throat> which I know probably yeah. like, it sounds kind of like, the opposite of the point but i think really like getting like understanding like different parts of like ghana that nobody told me about was really nice and then also understanding like different parts of like black british history because i think now i've kind of come to the conclusion that i am black british while i'm simultaneously Ghanaian and finnish there's no like dissecting it <laughs> you know like there's no point in me trying to cut myself up and like trying to be like oh, i'm in this group and i'm in this group because at the end of the day they're not going to accept me like, yeah at the end of the day because in England, they'll see me as African or Ghanaian. If I go to Ghana, they'll see me as British. So I may as well just stick with the people who are going to get me. Obviously, stick with Ghana 100%, but more in terms of, like, day-to-day, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. In a social yeah, context. In a so- yeah, a social context. Um, I, I remember my point now. Okay, good. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, because I actually have grown up in an international education, so I went to a British international school um, and I was exposed to many, many different nationalities, cultures, and that's why I never really thought much of it, of my thing, but when I moved here I noticed a very big difference in attitudes towards my nationality Mm -hmm. um, and having to explain my nationality to people. Like, because in, in international schools, people just sort of take it, like, okay, yeah, chill. Because, you know, everyone's sort of something else. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's quite interesting to see the difference. I definitely wouldn't say that I'm out an outcast, but I feel like it's an issue that I shouldn't really have to face mm. in, in 2021. Like, it shouldn't really be a thing. Yeah, I do Where agree. people are like, you're not British. Yeah. Hey, go on, just say it say it say why i'm not british yeah. go on we know you want to yes yeah, i think because i do think like for me in ghana even though there are, are a couple people that say oh i'm british for the majority it's i still get treated a lot better than here in england i guess yeah because it's not an assumption on your color it's an mm. assumption on your accent, your accent. And the fact, exactly like there is nothing to do with racism it's to do with like just like the way i speak obviously because you know language culture yeah, language thing. culture yeah. exactly um whereas in england it is purely racism yeah because it's a, it's an external sort of perception where mm. they're like you're not white yeah like the that end. so i think that like hurts me a lot more um and i do agree I, with- I, I do get what you're saying mm. there yeah and the fact that it is like like let's really deep it it's 2021 yeah how are people still trying to convince convince me not even say like say or state convince me that i can't be like black british yeah people convince are still me. trying to convince mm. me that i'm not british i'm like hey now i've got a passport like what do you want me to say I'm sorry let me put it out of my backpack like what? what do you want me to do like my dad is he's literally english but also i feel like there's this odd thing of people wanting me to prove it it's like yeah. you can hear my accent you know what schools i went to what more do you I was born here. Mm. I was raised here. Mm. This is the only language I speak. I basically, I wasn't even allowed to take French GCSE because I was so bad at it. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how someone could possibly, I don't know, just think that that's okay to try mm. and convince you that you're not. And think not. they know more about someone than themselves. Yeah. That to me yeah. is really odd. It's 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 pretty bad. Mm. Um, what, what? 
I, I want like a wallpaper. It's Thank so you. Yeah. Okay, I think we'd better end it because it's six o'clock and yeah. I'm super hungry. Yes, yeah, I am. Dinner. <laughs> on the plus side, I'm about to go like go home and have some really <laughs> nice Ghanaian food. I'm gonna have some Thai food. Yeah. So, so to all those yep. people who are like, oh, okay, you're not British, you're not British. Okay. Bye. Have good Bye. Food. I'm gonna go eat some really authentic Mm. Thai food cooked by my lovely Thai mum, and I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna lap it up. Yeah, about to have jollof rice with my Mm. British passport in my hand. (laughs) I'm about to literally put my little teacup filled with tea on my British passport. Have fun. Have fun. Okay, thank you. Oh, yeah, by the way, oh. hold on. Viewers, we're not directing this to you. We no, no, you. it's just the general sort of yeah, general thing that we've people. experienced. Yeah, we're not directing this to you. We love yeah, you. you might, like, just fully class us as British, yeah. but, you know, some people don't, unfortunately. Yeah. We're speaking to those mean people, not you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye. I love how that really, like, the, that really was a deep topic. It and was. Then, oh, we handled it. Thank <laughs> you.